Okay. Here we your, are. Your weekly heavy breather program. You're listening to us. On X-Ray FM. You're probably in a hospital bed right now. Somebody's yeah. reading you your last rites. We, uh, we, we worked out like a licensing deal with uh, some local hospice care <laughs> facilities. Uh, they, they let us come in, in there and eat for free, and we and they, provide they just, them with content. With entertainment. We just, yeah. They just have us blasting. Constantly at, 24 at a, at a very hours. loud loud rate in your room while you're with your family trying to you know to uh to spend time with your family right before they die, you know, but you can't really hear what's going on. All you hear is just us talking you know, doing our radio show. Yeah, your your dying father is trying to to tell you about the secret family that he had, and you can't even hear what he's saying because his, his secret Nazi past. <laughs> we're we're talking about blood parasites. He's like, I know you think I was in vacation, but I was uh, I was over I was over in uh, storming Poland with the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I know he, he said I had to go on that business trip. But then um, the best part about the whole thing is then you look over and you're and and you're and you're like. Oh look, and then we're the orderlies, and we're we're doling out medicine. Yep, Ta- we we go one for me, one for you, and we get yeah. a little we get a little taste. Marius, Marius, it's me and Marius. He comes in the room, and then he, Marius has a, a a medicine cabinet that he's ripped out of the wall. You can tell <laughs> it's just like there's pieces of the plaster, plaster, and, and then I just open wall. it up and pull something out. This one looks fun. Pop yeah. it, take it, take it, neck it, and see what happens. To, uh, and then we listened to Wang Chung on our on our lunch break. When was the last time you uh, listened to Wang Chung? Be honest. Are you asking me <laughs> this yeah. morning? So I, I, it's my uh, alarm. I wake up to it. Yeah. Hey, everybody, have fun tonight, please. God, Wang Chung this time. <laughs> Wait, does he want it to be Wang Ch- to be he Wang Chung, or does he, he not? It. Want Those are the original lyrics. He says, "God help me." Yeah, does, he definitely. Let's have some fun, everybody. Wang Chung. Oh, he was. You, know? uh, you want to be Wang Chunged? I think so. I mean, it feels like it'd probably be itchy and painful, but I would guess I would be into it if if you if you wanted it to happen. <laughs> as long as it was consensual, I'll, I'll, it was I'll, consensual. I'll, wang, I'll wang chung someone, I guess. Yeah. Um, I have to know him for quite a bit first. You know, I have to definitely. <laughs> Is that? It seems like something that's uh, like something that would be problematic. Like you, you couldn't write a song called Wang Chung. About yeah. Wang Chunging nowadays, no, definitely not. Because like well, what I understand Wang Chunging to be is to uh, is take your your friend and go on a, a factory tour of the nearest rendering plant and see how they they turn stuff into glue. <laughs> is that what it, I mean? Right? Isn't that what Wang Chung is? I think so. I mean, that's what I infer from the the lyrics. Uh, right. like, there's also that the McCartney song "Frozen Jap." Like you can't say that now. You can't just he says write, that. He has. There's a song called "Frozen." Jap, you can't say that. I think that's Paul not McCartney. appropriate, you know. But he did the, it. The Me Too movement's gonna come after you, Paul McCartney. We're gonna come for you. I I'm, confu- I'm confusing my movements. This your problematic song titles. This they, guy, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was on Facebook, uh, Facebook or something, and there was like a picture. It's like, oh hell yeah! And it was like a guy. It was, it was like I don't know why I saw it, but it was like a guy like on a rollerblades, and he was like. Obviously, going towards an unsuspecting woman, and he was like reaching towards her 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 buttocks, mm-hmm. and I just like wrote gross, 
on it or whatever and somebody's like okay social justice warrior why don't you go backwards i was like look i look sexually assaulting women is just not it's gross that's not, sorry it's not social justice warrior you can, I mean, you can, yeah i have a social ju- that's right it's like oh god he's, he's rallying against rape again i also like, like the i like the idea that uh like being in favor of social justice is some like s- something worthy of uh, yeah. Sneering and uh, condescension, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Sorry, I want you know uh, things to be fair in some right. way. Sorry, some... yeah, sorry, yeah. Ugh, he wants it to be fair. He doesn't. He, what he, he doesn't want a woman to just to be groped without her consent. What a horse's ass. <laughs> what a square. Everybody be... have fun tonight. <laughs> it was his, uh, I picture it was like sung by his grandpa at first. Like grandpa, you do it. You do it better than us. Yeah, you do the scratch take, and then you know we'll just follow along to you. Yeah. You, you just feed him as much canned beans and hot dogs that he wants. You know. Yeah, you get him all fired up, ready like, to go. Like, we'll get him. We'll give him a seventy-two hour marathon of Matlock, and then throw him in front of the mic. Gets <laughs> all worked up. Just tell him to sing whatever comes to his heart. Yeah, Matlock, dude. Think about it. You know that that guy. Uh, he probably he was he. Let's put it this way: he w- did a lot of lovemaking back in the, the during Matlock. I mean, he was obviously a sex symbol. Oh yeah, I mean that guy. He was he was uh, you know, just like uh, chiseled like a yeah. s- like a statue. He looked old on his face, but when you took his his clothes off, it was like it was like um you know beautiful chiseled yes. sculpture, like a like a Michelangelo. But uh, more veins and a lot more sweat and like a water, like a, a sculpture if there was like a water all over it. <laughs> Mike, imagine Michelangelo's David, but with lots and lots of varicose veins. Yeah, varicose veins and hair and hair, like a patch of hair on your lower back. <laughs> I actually have that. It's like one of the weirdest features that I have. It's like a weird patch of hair on my lower back. But now my whole back is becoming hairy. It's like going, it's which I'm it's growing. I'm it's like, I just, it's weird. I looked at it one day. I was like, oh my God, I have hair all over my back. That's what happens when you go into your 50s. Your hair back got more. I mean, I've, I've, I've like, <laughs> no, a, I got more, yeah. I've got moderately hairy back, I think, but I, yeah. as far as I know, it's stayed pretty steady for the past, really? you know, 15 years or something. Yeah, I, put, I put Rogaine on my back. Got a Rogaine it. Just, uh, I got confused. I thought it was uh, massaging oils. It was Rogaine. <laughs> Ronald Rogaine. Got Chia pet your back. Yeah. What do you think Ronald Reagan's doing right now in heaven? In heaven? He's jamming with the Edge. Yeah, yeah totally. They're, they're doing uh they're doing all Edge songs from U2. Mhm. All the, three of them. All oh yeah, all Edge song medley. Ronald Reagan's uh he's playing bass guitar. He's yep. so good at the bass and his, Play- you know, he's got really long fingernails and you could hear him <laughs> tip tapping on the strings. He plays like one of those those eight string basses and he's just yeah. his fingers are flitting like a <laughs> flurry, a flurry of fingernails. But that's the thing he doesn't touch with his hands, it's his fingernails that are touching. Yeah. You know the way like a silver it's a special bass made specifically for Ronald Reagan <laughs> to play uh, bass fingernails. The way a silverfish like scuttles across the floor, that's the way his his fingernails look on the, oh, yeah, the neck that's of sexy. Him. The, gu- the guitar it's beautiful or like one of those weird uh, centipedes that when you turn on the light in the middle of the night and you see it and you get scared to death that's like Ronald Reagan's fingers when he plays the bass he's like he, it's he's like an extreme flea he's like a flea flea was like a, n- n- like nacho cheese like spicy nacho yeah like extreme spicy yeah queso dip version yeah, of flea same thing you only listen to Ronald Reagan's band uh, 
you know, 4 a.m. after you've been drinking with your buddies. Mm-hmm. You throw some sp- spicy bass lines. Throw that on. Fall asleep on the couch. Next thing you know, you and your buddies are uh, on your way out to uh, Akron, Ohio, to dig his grave up behind the the target. He's buried behind the bump, the dumpster at, at the target in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> Isn't that where he's buried? I, yeah, I, I think just so. Wikipedia it. Go pick That's up nice. uh, John Hinckley on the way. A little treat for him now that he's out of prison. Yeah, he's out of prison. Let's go on a field trip. Little, you know, this little your reward. You've repaid your debt to there society. You, you finally killed him. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Now you, look, look. You kind of did this. You you nudged him along. I would say yeah, you nudged him along. No, actually, he got more strength after that. Yeah, Satan took him, took more control. Grabbed the reins. A demon. <laughs> like he half died, and then he he met uh, Beelzebub. Yeah, and they made a deal. They made a deal. He said, "Look, uh, not only will you go to heaven, and your finger, you'll we'll make a special bass for you, f- uh, for your fingernails to, to, to play the bass. Mm-hmm. He's but like, we will, you will also live to be ninety-seven and have dementia and run the entire country. <laughs> Here's a deal: you're going to stay living, but you are your brain's going to be melting out of your ears. As you, ears. No one will understand a word what you're saying. As you, you will run be the ruling, country. you will rule the country." <laughs> You know, right? good, good for him. Good for him. Good for you, Ronald Reagan. God bless America. If you're tuning in, this is Reagan chat. Yeah, we 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 read his Wikipedia page, skimmed it a couple times. We got all the it. facts. It's all we you talk for know. four hours. Yeah, we we do this every you know two times a week, four hour show every time. Yeah, uh, and you know people love it. They go crazy for it. They, he loved, uh, you know, that's the thing. Everybody knows that he likes uh, jelly beans, but uh, the thing is he, he really liked lamb. He li- But he didn't like to cook it. He just liked to be around it, you know, like like cuts of meat, a lamb, and he just, you know, just have it in his room or bring it's it along tr- with him. It's charming. He forced uh, the jelly bean company to make lamb-flavored jelly beans. Mm. He used to, he exploited the uh, the powers of the, the office. Yeah, little did you know that... Uh, Another fact is he had a sheep farm in his house. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, just let he, could, he could keep his eye on sheep at all times. He would just go downstairs and check on them in the middle of the night. They'd, they'd be like roaming around. Be in the rumpus room, just going to the bathroom wherever. Just, just go to the bathroom right next to the jelly bean maker. He didn't care. <laughs> they had a guy there making jelly beans. He, said, he said, looks at me and said, one day you'll die and you'll be buried behind the dumpster in the Target in Afri- a- Akron, Ohio, and they're not going to bury you deep enough. And I'll be honest with you, the seagulls are going to get a little frisky, if you know what I mean. A lot of raccoon activity. They're gonna, the seagulls are going to lay their eggs. Right? They lay in their you. eggs inside you, and your DNA will fuse. The seagulls, because uh, they, they lay egg sacs like a spider. It's like it's not like a normal egg, like a chicken egg, but it's like a sack Full of thousands of little eggs, and then they they burst out of whatever they've been ha- you know laid into. Yeah, you carry them to term, Ronald Reagan. You're going to carry your little babies to term. They're going to come out, and you're going to take care of them. They're going to, you know, they're going to feed on you. Right. They're going to build a cocoon around your body. They'll live on through them, kind of, which is yeah. nice. Exactly. Each each one of those, each all each one of those uh, seagulls and raccoons and spiders. <laughs> You will live through. You will live on. It's kind of like that movie Green Mile with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. It's that same exact concept. Is that what that movie's about? Yeah. Instead of yeah, instead of you know Tom Hanks living forever and he's a prison guard, you're uh, Ronald Reagan. You're the ruler of the country, and you've been buried behind 
the dumpster <laughs> at the Target in the Akron, Ohio. Is that what that happens in that movie? He doesn't die. Yeah, he doesn't die. He doesn't he doesn't ever die? Spoiler alert. Well, Tom Hanks probably doesn't die in real life too. Yeah, he's gonna keep going. His his body's gonna, gonna be a decay. nightmare. Oh yeah, it's just gonna be like a je- like jelly crawling around and and moaning. Yeah, his groaning. His, his body will will keep marching towards death, but it will never reach yeah. it. There's like a point on the horizon that it never can. Just, you're just gonna look over and see scuttling bones, and you're gonna know it's Tom Bo- Hanks, beloved actor Tom Hanks, famous Canadian citizen. Tom Hanks. Is he Canadian? He Star like he would be. of the silver screen. Yeah, I think, you know. Probably. One other thing I was thinking about, speaking of which, is I'm worried that, that Paul Ryan has lost uh, lost the will to die. And he's just going to continue on. Don't What's you ever th- worry about him? I feel like he's the one that's going to be like, you're like, wait, he's wait, he's still alive? <laughs> like my, 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 my grandchildren will be like... Terrified of him. They'll be like, he's, he's so... Like he's still alive and he's doing stuff. Yeah, he's still you know, trying to see him, see him at the gym. Still, still trying to hunt poor people for sport. Exactly, fun stuff like that. He drives through the. Uh, he just drives his car straight through the Arby's. Goes yep. out through the other side. The, he he owns the Arby's, so he can do he's whatever. He's he so wants. confused. <clears throat> he owns a chain of them. Yep. So that's that's, that's where he that's got his, he, his riches. <laughs> He's the he's the he's a uh, the Arby's Baron. He's the, yeah. the roast. He's a roast beef Baron. <laughs> he is the ro- the roast beef Baron. That's how he he yeah. he, he uh, clawed his way into power yeah. uh, on the on a he he rode a wave of roast beef into the uh, yeah. into the office. Yeah, he's like, where do I? He's like, where do I run a chain of uh, Arby's? Where's the the best place? And he's in Florida. Yeah, you got it. Florida is where it's at. You, the stuff sells itself. People love our, uh, roast beef there. Whenever you go to the, uh, the gas stations in in Florida, there's just a guy there at a roast beef station carving mm-hmm. meat for yeah, you. People, just, you just walk down the the street. People on the sidewalk are moaning for roast beef. They wish they were yeah. closer to to a station. It's somewhere in between, like physical agony and orgasm. Right. That the yearning for the roast beef becomes its own. Uh, ecstasy, yeah. And they're sweating, and they have hives and rashes and wounds. Their hair is falling out. Oh, yeah, it goes without saying. There's a lot of uh, weeping, open rashes and wounds. They're crying. They're sweating profusely. There's wet. Everyone's wet. There's wetness everywhere. You don't. You can't go anywhere without wetness, or smelling the smell of roast beef. Mm-hmm. Becomes a Pavlovian. You hear. You smell that roast beef. You know. There's. Uh, you just are assuming there's going to be wet people with with uh, <laughs> open sores nearby. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Anyway, this show is sponsored by Arby's roast beef sandwich. Yeah, check it out. Check out the 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 the, the forty nine cent menu. Yeah, like if you got if you got forty three cents, they'll probably take it. Yeah, they'll be like, all right, here you go, and they'll just put some like a couple pieces of roast beef in a in a <laughs> bag and give it to you. They'll they'll just like pull a sheet of uh, cellophane and just just yeah. dr- drop some roast beef into it, and make a little pouch out of the the, the say, saran wrap. Yeah, they're like, come come meet me in the back, and then they just let you go in and, and reach out and grab a piece of whatever is sitting closest <laughs> to the door. <laughs> that reminds me of like what we do we do in like when we were young and we had a friend that worked at the uh, grocery store, and then he would be like he would just be like. I'll tell you, like, come at like three because there's no one around, and we would just go in there and then take a case of beer. Oh, nice! 
Yeah, and then I would drink two beers and vomit in my parent <laughs> on my parents' carpet. I would uh, I would steal beer. I hope I'm, I'm incriminating myself. I'd steal beer from the grocery store I, I worked at when I was a teenager because we just had the stock in the back, yeah. and I would just slip them into my. I wore really baggy <laughs> skateboard pants. Yeah. I could just cram a yeah, couple. God, you sounded cool. I was a cool guy. And I could yeah. cram baggy skateboard pants. I wanted to uh, be your boyfriend. Yeah, I was a cool guy. I would just, yeah. I would strut down the street. They'd be cans of, uh, cool. you know, uh, strows, strows falling out of my grain belt. Uh, when I was young, I, I just straight up burnt a house down, my neighbor's <laughs> house. I never, I never got the opportunity to do that. <laughs> I never. I, this is my my full confession. They thought it was an electrical problem. Mm-hmm. But it to, wasn't. I just I had just a, a can of gasoline on their front porch. I don't know why they didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I even told them I was like, "I burn your house down with, did with gasoline from your garage," and they were like, "Ah, that's funny. That's not funny. It was yeah. an electrical problem. It had to be electrical. They probably don't get the same, uh, you know, insurance payout. Yeah, for arson. True. Yeah, I wonder." <clears throat> Right. Everybody have fun tonight. That's going to be my my whenever, like it's going to be a horror movie. But like when you when I'm about to do a, commit a, a gruesome grisly murder, you hear mm-hmm. that song come on. Everybody have fun tonight. <laughs> We're gonna go and wang chung this stuff. You know I just mean, and, and I'm then, just and then desperate to know what what wang chunging is. I don't know. I'm sure it's probably racist. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds. Like some, they probably they probably are doing some kind of yeah. I don't, I don't, now I don't like it. Now I don't like this. I don't like them. Uh, okay? it's, it's like listening? A, it's like that dance like an Egyptian song, which is also exactly. You can't say that. You can't, you can't say, say that dancing kind of like stuff. an Egyptian. That's racist. Look, are you are you uh, the son or daughter of one of the Wang Chung members? Give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Our lines are open. Our lines are open. We would love to talk to you about your racist father. And what an idiot he is, and how I'm coming after him. Okay, I'm getting in the car right now. Who did the "Walk Like an Egyptian" song? Uh, the Bangles. The Bangles. Racists. Yeah, they're like white. They were a, a known white supremacist band. Yep, just like it was uh, the first all-white girl supremacist band. Wasn't that reggae band white supremacists or uh, Asa Base? <laughs> Asa Base. Yeah, they were they were whites for real white supremacists. The guy was in a Nazi. Like Nazi skinhead band. Yep. And they would go on tour with with. The, and then now, the when you listen to the lyrics, Ace of Base, it's all like you're like, oh, I get it now. This is, I see what they're saying. Read between the lines, where he's like, we're gonna storm Poland, we're gonna storm England, we're coming to take you and you know, liquefy your bones. Hmm. Now that takes on a different meaning now, doesn't it? Yeah. All the songs about how uh, you know the Jews are taking over. Uh, yeah. You know the entertainment industry. When when you yeah, listen like, to that from from you know fresh from the other side, you're like, oh, I I see. That's that was yeah. a little bit like I thought when the Jews run Hollywood. That song, I was like, oh, that's just a fun, it's fun, fun song. It's a fun, it's a romantic. It's about a, a, a it's a, you know between a couple they fall in love in the Grand Canyon. But no, right. actually, it's it's now that I know that. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, bigoted, uh, hate filled yeah. song. You know, Ace of Base. Yep. Everybody have fun tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I haven't. Been, seriously though, it, I have not been. It's it's driving me crazy. I can't. That won't go out of my head for like weeks now. What are you gonna do? Anymore? Yeah. I don't know. What, what what do I do? I was thinking about maybe uh, drinking a whole bottle of of uh, 
triaminic. Maybe uh, find where the uh, the nearest member of the band lives and, yeah, and kidnap him, and then yeah, uh, uh, you know you you uh, lock him in your basement and get him and to raise, raise his family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the, the song won't be stuck in your head anymore. Yeah, and then he comes out and he's like, "Why? How dare you?" He's like, "I'm gonna sue you and you're gonna go to jail." And then he sees what a great job I did on his family, and he's like, "You know what? I'm not pressing any charges." Kudos to you. Kudos to you, and his son turns out to be a real nice kid, you know? Yeah, really em- nice emotionally stuff. well-adjusted, uh, volunteers. He runs, run, he's a sher- you know, the sheriff of a <laughs> tiny town. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, has his own uh, concentration camps that he's in. Yeah, uh, militia. <laughs> yeah. Great kid. Anyway, yeah. Check out our website, too. We got a website, Marius and I. It's called uh, wewillraiseyourson.com. Yep. Really reasonable prices, if, if I do say so myself. Click on the link. We uh, use the, the the heavy breather offer code. <clears throat> yeah, check it out. Percent off. We'll take we'll take care of the bo- that boy. We'll raise your family dot com. Do such a good job. Gonna raise them. Yeah. Gonna we mostly do it uh, remotely. <laughs> via through uh, through Skype. Yes, Skype. Video chat. <clears throat> We'll raise your boy. It's the best way to do it, though. I'll be honest with you. It's the Montessori way. You just let them do their own thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I, that's what it is. Like, I, I went in to pick my kid up from school, and it was like there was no teachers. There was nothing. It was just chaos. Just the kids. Tables overturned and <laughs> children screaming and crying. And the the wood block section is just in flames. Yeah, kids are screaming. Do whatever they want. I remember the Montessori that I went to had like a little bit had like a water table that like oh, water yeah. squirted yeah. out of and stuff. Yeah, that was totally. my that was my favorite part. Got you. I want to check that out again. I don't remember what I, I went to one when I was a little kid too, but I don't remember much about it. I remember not liking it. You didn't. I did like it. I remember the force feeding of the ham sandwiches. That's yeah, that's, what I didn't like. That was my favorite part. I knew I, I never knew I could fit that much food in my body. Until when they when they state the woman comes out, kicks the door down, has a bullhorn in her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Everybody, sit the two down." All the lights start strobing. Like ham sandwiches, <laughs> you know, and everyone's just like starts crying, you know. Yeah, but your mouth is watering because you know you're going to get these delicious ham sandwiches. It's going to be so good, and the whole floor just starts getting wet, and everyone's slipping and sliding around because all oh, there's so much saliva, you know, <laughs> so much. Every mouth's watering everywhere. All the, the the electricity is flickering because the water's yes short short now. This is but it's all just part of uh, you know prepping these young minds yeah for their the lives ahead of them. It's great. You know, I thought, you're, I thought you were going to say it's all part of God's plan. Wait, that's implied. <laughs> I mean, everything is like part of God's plan. That's what I'm going to say when I'm dying of cancer and my this is God's plan. This is what God wanted for me. That God wanted God wanted this hurricane to tear it's through the country. God, yeah, exactly. Do you watch that thing with Trump where he was like, "This is children." To he's live. like, "This is one of the wettest." I don't like ch- God says I don't like children. That's what he's basically saying. God's plan is he hates he hates people. That is true. Anyway, yeah, where where he's like he's he, like it's one of the see, wettest hurricanes from the standpoint of water. 
That's a he quote. Said that. That's a quote of our president. From the standpoint of water, water so it's like water looking up. Water is saying water re- reported that it is the wettest water well, that, it's, that, it's, that water has ever seen. It's one of the wettest, as, you know, from the standpoint of, of water. So if yeah. you're talking about how wet something is from the standpoint of uh, dirt oh, or yeah, a cat of roast beef, you know, it, that, that's a different kind of standpoint of wetness. Yeah, okay, well, okay, fine. What about that? Uh, see that seagull over there sitting, uh, standing inside of the uh, the, uh, the 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 tray, mm-hmm. uh, eating the burrito. Yeah. What's the from what, standpoint? What's the standpoint. How wet is it from the standpoint? What is it from the standpoint of that? <laughs> the seagull? No, both. <laughs> both the seagull and the burrito. Yeah. I've never give been... me a median. I want give me like a, a you know in between the two. <laughs> right? never, never been so proud to be an American. When I hear him talk, and just the eloquence, yeah. I know he, he says he's a genius, and I believe him. Yeah. I think you know you have to be some sort of genius what in order say to say that. Guy that. He's like the boat crashed into his house, and he's like, <laughs> at least he got a nice boat out of the deal. <laughs> like yeah, Trump, that's the way it works. He's like My, mine, it's on my property. <laughs> <laughs> Finders keepers. Just, I love it. Yeah, it's good. He be president forever. I'm, ha- I'm, ha- I'm happy about this. It doesn't fill me with with existential dread. No, I love it. It's We're good. Speeding up the process. It's good to Let's me. Let's get it out. Let's get us out of here. Let's get us off the planet as soon as possible. <laughs> Let's just clean the slate. Trump's just a nihilist. That's what the, what's going on. You know. Yeah. He's like, let's just do this. He's actually an environmentalist <laughs> by trying to kill kill everybody off the the face of the earth. He's trying to preserve the, the the wildlife. He's so far left. You think he's right, but he's so far left. He's just trying. He's like he's a an Earth firster. Yeah, it's a horseshoe theory come to life. Yeah, it's, we're living in interesting times. <laughs> By the way, I am doing my version part of the show in the. Uh, I am in the uh, Wendy's bathroom. Oh yeah, you, you, I noticed you did Wendy's instead of the Arby's today. Yeah, well, the Arby's was packed. It was uh, it was a fifty percent off day. Oh, so everyone had diarrhea, so you couldn't get in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's feeling sick. Everyone's tummy's hurt. Everyone's groaning and moaning. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, people are making love in there, and I kick the, the stall open. It's just a, an old man moaning <laughs> and groaning, just elderly <laughs> having man. a hard time with his his pant leg tangled up in his pants, like yeah. tied in a knot somehow. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, old man, are you doing okay? And you know, I have to help him up, help mm-hmm. him around. You know, we become friends. We pal around for a while. You know, then I lose touch, touch with him. Uh, I don't know where he went. <clears throat> then he dies, and you, you found that uh, he put you in his will. God, I hope so. And I look. Uh, first thing I go to is I go to his freezer, and, and what do I see? Yeah, roast beef, frozen roast beef sandwiches, <laughs> piles of them. Did I tell you this story? I don't know why it stuck in my mind. Yeah, you've, just like, you've told me this story. <laughs> It's not even that good of a story. It's just, so, just but the it's, way the lady said it. So it's uh, it's something uncanny about it. Yeah, there's just something. So well, uh, we were, so we were buying a. Um, I was in a band. We were buying a van. This is genius stuff that we would, we do this constantly. We'd buy a van from some from some old man for six hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, and then it would break down like you know, two days later into the like in middle of nowhere. In in, in anyway, so we're <laughs> buying this van from this old man and. I was sitting in there with with another one of my band members, with the with the wife, and she was like, she looked like she was like maybe seventy five or eighty, and she was like kind of southerny, you know, and like just kind of old timey, you know. Yeah. And same with the guy, and they went in the other room to 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 do the the signing or whatever. And we she were watching TV, and it was like just that typical like carpet with like quilts and <laughs> everywhere. Oops, sorry, you're gonna have to edit that out. Damn it. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> uh, anyway. 
and and uh and then so she so she's like looks at the tv and we're all watching tv and this arby's commercial comes on it's like that like five for five dollars deal mm-hmm. and she's like mm, arby's she's like you know what you do here's the trick she's like you take you go buy them and i what i do is i, I spend 30 40 dollars and i buy a lot of them sandwiches and i put them in the freezer and then you just have them you pop them out and you can microwave them and i was just like and i was just like looking at her and we were just like that's so fascinating into your world lady <laughs> I, I, I love, love i love you i love you can i live here this is brilliant like mm, you just put him in the, so I just picture I just like picture her her uh, you know I'm like waiting for her to die so that I could just you know yeah, you start you start eyeballing that freezer and you know what's in there I know what's in there there's gonna be forty roast beef sandwiches in there that I could that are frozen solid that I could <laughs> microwave it's just soggy it's just like the roast beef and <clears> the, <throat> and the bun just kind of when it gets defrosted they just congeal yeah, into congeal. one but in the best part about it is my microwave mass. you know i haven't cleaned it so there's all the soup and macaroni and cheese and stuffed particles all over the sides of it and that kind of flavors the arby's roast beef sandwiches right it's like a it's like a marinade yeah kind of i wonder where she is now She's just gnawing on a frozen sandwich. She's 105, and she's just like enjoying her life. She's probably she's probably in Florida. She's probably working as one of those uh, roast beef at the gas stations, those roast beef carvers. Yep, she you found know, her true calling. You know, like when you go up and you're like, "Do you want gas or roast beef?" And then the guy comes <laughs> out running out with the tray with the roast beef, <laughs> with the electric, the really nice electric knife. Right, just carves through that stuff like butter. And you just notice his hands are so perfectly, his fingernails are so perfectly manicured. <clears throat> and they show you their hands first. They push, <laughs> you know, like you get to inspect them. Yeah, it's like a sommelier, but instead of like sipping the uh, wine, yeah. you inspect their fingers. Inspect their fingers. And, and then, then you, you notice. You give an approving nod. Yeah. And the more roast beef that's like hiding underneath their rings, the better. <laughs> it's just gummed up in there just for taste you know sometimes they have roast beef from from you know some of these old timers they got roast beef in the underneath the rings from the 60s right yeah it's like one of those like gumbos that that's been added to for 50 years yeah and they're extremely proud of it they wear it like a badge you know it's like it becomes them right it's like being in the military you know it's like (laughs) you know some of those guys are real proud they went over there in vietnam and just slaughtered and murdered you know Yep. Families at will just because they were 18 year old kids that had no idea what was going on and just thrust into this horrible war with with no clear enemy or any any end in sight just high on heroin and uh, just decimating a, a small village. Yeah. More heroes. More heroes. We need more heroes. <laughs> Not uh, like that sh- Tina Turner song. I don't like that song. We don't need it. We do, Tina. We, we need do. more. We need another hero. You're an idiot, Tina. Trina. Even though you wrote arguably the best song ever, you better be good to me. Yeah. You know that song? It's so good. I don't you know. Should play it. Can you play it? Mm-hmm. You and better be one. good to me. You better be good to me. It was a it was a hit that was on in the eighties. It's real it's a really good song. It's kinda like it it reminds me of like that. Early '80s Rolling Stones kind of disco, whatever, but it's better because it's Tina Turner. Hmm. Anyway, I can't picture it. I'm sure I'll probably, I'm sure I would recognize it. And Mel Gibson plays drums on the song. Mm-hmm. He plays bongos, arrhythmically. He plays didgeridoo because he's Australian, <laughs> he's, right? He's from Australia. Australia. Yeah, he uh, he co-ops 
co-ops the uh, didgeridoo. <laughs> you can just hear the the you know how it's people's like the spittle kind of drains out the bottom yeah. of the didgeridoo. You can actually hear it's just like a torrent of drool. Yeah. I would bag it up Coming and I would out. sell it on eBay. I would, I would, I would. He would be playing the didgeridoo, and I would just be have a plastic bag underneath it, staring up at him, mm-hmm. and then Collect I would be collecting stuff. it. It's, it's liquid gold. Yeah, sell it on eBay. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, let's. We, yeah, let's, we're about at the halfway, yeah, little, little past halfway point. Good, because I don't got much more in me, my friend. I swore. This is the first time I ever swore. Yeah, good thing we don't do the show live anymore. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a nightmare. The FCC would have been kicking down the door and you know putting us in chains and shackling us and you know throwing us into jail and force feeding us uh, shellfish. Yep, I, they know uh, that we're allergic and they would just they would just up the ante for them and give them all the kicks they need. Yeah. Yeah, Watch yeah, us the get, one guy gives itchy. us. And one guy gives us shellfish, the other guy has the EpiPen. He just stabs it into us, and they, they laugh. <laughs> Little do they know that's my favorite part, It's getting that EpiPen. I love the EpiPen, the way it makes me feel. I like, like, I like being a little thrill. allergic. I, eat, I like eating a little shellfish because like my, my face gets puffy, and I start, I can't breathe. I start, like, have labored breathing, it's, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel high from it, you know. Yeah. I feel kind of good. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's nice. You get itchy. It feels good to scratch the itchy your itchy uh, hives that are breaking out on your skin. Yeah, it's fun. It is kind of nice. All right, this is heavy breather. We'll this be is back heavy breather. If you, yeah, if you've, if you've just tuned in, we've been talking about uh, sh- uh, being allergic to shell- shellfish. So, uh, the shellfish chat. Us- using it to your advantage. Yeah, look, turn uh, you know your weaknesses into your strengths. Yeah, that's the point. Well, life give you. Lyme disease, you just make a uh, limeade, <laughs> you idiot. Crawl out of that hospital bed. Yeah. Take take your life into your own hands. Yeah. Don't let that shellfish dictate, you know, what you're capable of. No, you, you use that shellfish. You're the boss. You work it. You do whatever you want. Yeah, you work it, girl. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a little break. Okay. We'll, we'll be, be back, back in a minute.
Hello. Hi. Um, so I was sick for like two weeks with intestinal stuff, and because we talk about parasites and worms on the show, yeah, I of course went to WebMD, and I was like, oh my god, I, I basically willed myself to get uh, worms. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't know. I'd never got it checked out, but I'm just like now worried. And every time I go to the bathroom, I'm constantly looking around and poking around and trying to. Yeah, you got it. You're just pulling everything apart, trying to see yeah. if there's any anything squirming around in there. Uh, yeah, like I basically what I did was I, I I went to the basement and I undid all. I turned off all the the sewage and I I, I undid all the pipes and I. Oh, that, that's really smart. And I put a tank, a, a big, clear. T- viewing tank that I can glass. glass that I can get kind of underneath it and I could look yeah you know and I have you know and then That's I have genius. like these these uh basically these like like rubber gloves that go inside that I can put my hands into and then and yeah then, it's like like the like in uh like a like a nuclear power plant you have to put on the thing so you can handle the isotopes but yes exactly yes the isotope but it's but it's human fecal matter <laughs> yeah totally that, um, that could be somebody's job. It's like, uh, you think you got worms? I'll come <laughs> over and search. Make yeah, sure we'll, you don't. We'll, we'll tear up the, the basement, your basement, yeah. install this insane, insane uh, contraption contraption with yeah. a see-through uh, septic tank. And, I'll, uh, I'll throw in an iron lung, my Uncle Bobby. <laughs> How much do you think an iron lung would cost these days? Like a secondhand one? Oh, God, I want one so bad. It's, it is my ultimate, yeah. I want to be the one that, that works it. I want to be the one that, that uh, you know, I want it to be like an artisanal, like you could come over. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 connected to like some, uh, like a hand crank. And, yes. Uh, you know, yeah, you it's hand cranked. Your, you have to get your friend uh, over there to, to to crank it constantly. Yeah, or, put or, an uh, iron tube down your throat. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you know, as soon as they stop, your, your lungs. <laughs> yeah, your lungs collapse. So. Yeah, I don't really want to know how this actually works. Yeah, I have no idea. But I, I do know, know that if you want to make love to somebody else in an iron lung, you have to have two other people that move the iron lungs around. Yeah. You know, and then you're screaming and the iron lungs telling you, move left, move right, move over <laughs> the top, you know, this, that, the other thing. And yeah. Usually, or you get, usually it's a family member because look. <laughs> who else are you going to get? Who else are you going to get? It's going to be your uncle. Your uncle Steve's going to. Your uncle Steve's going to have to help you uh, make love. Yep. You can get, you know, if you're real rich, you can get one of those double wide iron lungs and then oh, yeah. you, know, you can fit two people in there. You can fit then... two Uncle Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to run out of Uncle Steve's at this rate. Yeah, they're not going to want to leave. As soon as they get, crawl on that thing, they're going to be so relaxed. Yeah. It's like, they don't have to breathe. Imagine that. You don't even have to breathe. I mean, it's you know how much energy it is, and I'm constantly thinking. Most people just breathe on their own. I have to think about it. <laughs> Every is labored. Every breath is labored. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> but imagine not even having to breathe. You just get in there. It does all the breathing for you. What a yeah, dream like, that would be. What a it's dream. Like pe- people like go into an isolation tank in order to like reset their minds. You go into an iron lung in order to... Uh, reset everything. Reset your lungs. Yeah, reset... Uh, yeah, exactly. You just set like my a will to live. <laughs> it's like a luxurious. Uh, it's like a spa day. Yeah, Keith Richards would do something like that. That and like you know get his blood clean, get, do dialysis on one hand, mm-hmm. and, one, and then be inside of an iron lung. You know, give your lungs a break. They're just pumping, breathing in and out constantly. Yeah, never get a break. They are. They've earned it, in my opinion. They have. You know, what are you over the age of twelve? Yeah. They've they you've deserve you deserve it. They've just been going in and out, in and out. You know your 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 lungs are getting kind of muscular too. It's getting buff under there. They're getting buff. 
all that lung meat in you. Lung meat. That lung meat's pulsating. It's it's like a <laughs> it's red and veiny, and it's it's extremely muscular. Your lungs are muscular. <laughs> I love to think about that. I can't now. now I'm gonna have severe nightmares tonight. <laughs> I like to think about all my organs just getting beefy yeah. in, inside my body. I'm, I'm taking a little break from drinking, and I, and my dreams last night were like it was just like because usually you know I have a drink before bed pretty much you know mm-hmm. and it's, you know it, it puts you in a different anyway my dreams are, are just like way too much i'm just like like you know i'm just like in, in line at the bank <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm just like waiting and i'm like having thoughts as i'm waiting i'm like this sucks that doesn't sound good at all yeah. i had a dream the other night where i was eating meat and it was, it was sentient meat and it was squirming around in my mouth and i spit it out and it was like white fish meat mm-hmm. but it was like writhing on the countertop and then i woke up and it was just like stuck with me all day i felt so good it sounds like uh like an experience that you would have in japan Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm sorry i'm not trying to be but it's like i feel like you know over there like you can get some of those kind of experiences where you're like eating a live yeah you get to eat live stuff if you want to yeah you know in america they have that too but it's different it's with a cow and you get to run you know, they have people running from all different directions with knives and then you just tear apart this cow and then you just start, you know, cramming the meat in your mouth. Yep. It's gourmet. It's extra rare. That's, I feel like that's a thing now, though, for real, where, 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 where you know, whatever, like steak tartare, but like that whole like meat fetishizing, like the anti-vegetable movement that seemed to ha- had happened like 10 years ago and it was just like... Now you see mm-hmm. shows with that 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 guy, that pink guy with the glasses. He's like completely pink. He looks like a pink. He looks like a pink meat, just like like a, <laughs> I don't. Know, I can't explain it. And then he just it goes around the, eats the, the endangered animals and stuff. He's, he's like, look at this. And he's like, this is the only three of these left in the world. And he just like eats one. He's turning into the meat that he's eating. But he's always doing that. It's like, oh, he's like eating. He's like taking a piece of like. Like, they'll slaughter this goat, and they're like, okay, now we're going to prepare this. And he's like, do you mind? And they're like, uh... And he just, like, <laughs> takes a little piece off and eats it. He's like, mm. Mm. It's the It makes me... It, it's something about it. I, I get, you know, angry and horny, frustrated, mm-hmm. depressed, he's, lonely, he's like, the, tired. The, cr- the more cruel the, 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 the death of the animal, the, the sweeter the meat. The sweeter the meat. It's so exactly. good. Imagine what, what that last... If you were to eat the last... Uh, you know, dolphin on earth, what that would taste like, how delicious that would taste. Just it'd be a, you know, ecstatic, orgasmic yeah. experience. I mean, dolphin meat doesn't even taste good probably, but. No, but the concept of it, the texture, that's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of more of a texture guy anyway. <laughs> the emotional texture of eating the last dolphin. Yeah. I think there's a, there's maybe, we were talking about there's a fifth, it's like texture, taste, but you know, a fifth sense where it's like the feeling of when it's starting to choke and you're and you're it's going down towards the lungs, but then you kind of at the last second get it into your stomach. Yep, you can just feel your, what's that's that sensation should have its own. You can feel it, your stomach acids uh, breaking down the trying to the, come uh, up and meet halfway, <laughs> <laughs> and it works its way into your your uh, you know your large intestine you can feel yeah. it in there and it, it feels so good uh, yeah that what's that what's that the sensation when you aspirate uh your your bile <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's like oh it's a special it's a very special like you go to my restaurant that'll happen yeah, every time that's gourmet it's gourmet you want to f- have gourmet stuff 
get real. Come to my place. <laughs> you will aspirate your own bile after eating my food. Experience the new sensation. It's, it's not like you know. It's like umami, but it's like a, it's. Yeah, it's whatever the next. Call it. They haven't. They haven't come up with a word yet. I haven't called it's it a word. It's gonna be a you know something German we'll get or that something. Pink guy Andrew Zimmer, I think his name is. He's like He'll pink. Come. He's like he looks like he's gonna. His skin is taut. Like if you poked him with a pin, it would just just uh, split open and yeah, like meat would come pouring out. Like like <laughs> like like if you like if you if you like had like if you took a bunch of ground beef and you and you put it inside of a plastic bag and then you squeeze it as tight as you can, and then your friend yeah. came over, poked it with a knife. Yeah, it's it's so taut. You're worried if you, you know you have like a little jagged edge on your fingernail, and you brush yes, exactly it, brush it up against him. Your and coke then it nail, just, <laughs> your coke nail just pops him, pops him, and he, it's just he lives. Oh yeah, he doesn't die. He he he's got a smile on his face. He lives he's through been waiting it. for this. He wanted well, he gets, you to he do gets it. Stronger. He planned for this all along. He's, he's able to consume more endangered meat. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna cart him off to the hospital and you know sew him back up and he gets to start over again yeah he does this once a year god bless his soul do you know that god bless him <laughs> i want jesus to come down right now and just and just crawl into his house and crawl bless into him. him i want i want him to be bloated with with jesus yeah. he's gonna eat jesus become him they'll merge their, their meats will fuse they'll meld it together be like the holy He's trinity beautiful two-headed beast everyone will worship no one will sleep everyone will die from from worshiping too much yep and the, the food network will replace uh you know the vatican and it'll, it'll yeah. be like the new <laughs> yeah. source of uh the new source of of information from from andrew zimmer and, <laughs> and jesus fused <laughs> if people will die every no one will have time to eat food because of all the worshiping you'll be doing yep it's a price you pay. It's pretty cool. The Catholic For, Church will just be absorbed into the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> the Pope will just like have his own show, but you know, it won't, won't be one of are going to taste way better though. That's like they're going to have a shrimp flavor. Yeah, they'll have shrimp. Those, and, they're going to be uh, those gross shrimp chips. They're just going to buy those shrimp chips from the uh, <laughs> from the market and then <laughs> sprinkle them into a dish. Get like uh, salt and vinegar. Yeah. Communion well, wafers. Well, like one time I went and. Uh, when I was in Japan, I was I was like I, I was like how do I I couldn't you know I can't I don't know how to read Japanese so I was like the characters and I'm like well how do I avoid not eating uh, mentholated uh, potato chips because that keeps happening to me is that what they do <laughs> yes and it was, you... it's like it is the most unsettling thing when you you're just not ready for it you know yeah it doesn't like sound good to me no it's not good everything else is good I'll tell you what. Um, didn't they make like a mentholated beer for a while? Oh yeah, I drank it. Colt Forty Five. It was sixty cents. We were a test market for it, and so I drank <laughs> it in college. It was. I mean, it probably. The thing is, like the first few sips were hideous, but then you just can kind of get through it. Yeah, it just numbs your mouth, and then you numbs can just choke it down. Gets you yeah. drunk. Gets you just sixty cents. It's a bargain. I beat the, I beat the system. <laughs> sixty cents for like a twenty-two. No, for for, for like a thirty-two ounce. Oh, nice. Yeah, I beat the system, you know, and then it, then I would just like run around in a daze in a weird, uh, like it probably had like all kinds of other stuff. It probably had uh, it's, it's kind of like a, asbestos in it or something. Yeah, like uh, what is it? What kerosene or you know something? 
yeah, Formal- formaldehyde. <laughs> you know, and you just roam roam around my campus. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what I would do. I remember we ran from the cops a few times. Yep, classic. I was kind of nerdy. I didn't really, you know, kind of kept to myself. I was like, I was telling somebody when I went to my my college, went to Southern Illinois University, and and it was just like full of these weird, like kind of hippie people or just normal people, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was in class one day, and the guy in front of me had a Jesus lizard shirt on, and he and I was just like, "You like the Jesus lizard?" And he had it turned, and his eyes got big, and it was just like, we "We're like, please, don't let go." <laughs> you know what I mean? It was that kind of school. There was like, I hung out with like the like five people that were into like whatever into, I liked, you know, into Jesus lizard. Yeah. Otherwise, it was like people were into Grateful Dead and Fish, and it was a living hell. It was a living nightmare. Hacky yep. sack. I mean, you couldn't get away from the hacky sacks and the fire sticks and patchwork pants and you know trust funds. It was it was rampant. I'm still surprised by the amount of people that I, I'm friends with that are like secret or not so secret fish fans. Yeah, like I just don't understand what what are you what are they getting out of it? Because I I mean, it just I'm gonna guess like, they're related to them to the one of the members. It's like they're 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 cousins or something. Yeah. I don't really know. Their girlfriend's, uh, uh, you know, brother is in the band. Plays, it's not plays my, he's not the, my favorite the third, third bongo player. It's like Frank Zappa is the same kind of thing, where it's like kind of jokey, and it's like, you know, more power to you. I hope you, you know, I hope you live forever. I hope, look, I'll be honest with you, I hope you live to be 140 years old and you are in so <laughs> much pain, and hospice is had you there for 40 years. They don't know what to do with you. They can't send yeah. you home because your children have died, are long gone. <laughs> They've long since passed. And you're just you're just moaning in pain, living forever. So I hope you're, that that happens to you. You're basically just a stain on a on the bed. Yeah, you're just a jelly in a cup, moaning. <laughs> Technically, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still going. You know, those are blaring fish. Nerve endings are just on fire. Just on fire. Just it's just only pain. You're a little a living embodiment of pain, and fish <laughs> is blasting, blaring. <laughs> twelve hour, twelve hour box set fish. Yeah, they're like their nineteen ninety seven tour. Yeah, East Coast tour. Just you know, just like it's just it's and then it's like uh just footage of them on, on their tour bus hours and hours of it them just like you know in there doing heroin or whatever they you know <laughs> smoking speed i don't know what those guys do I don't yeah, know what they're, yeah, they're, they're they're total speed freaks speed freaks you know playing yahtzee and, and smoking speed yep just setting plastic on fire and inhaling inhaling fumes. that that's what they do that's how you write a good yeah. jam song they, they hired a dog to drive their bus for them they trained it from the ground up. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they. I let my kid, uh, my three and a half year old. I'm seriously gonna get in trouble for saying this, but I let <laughs> I let my three and a half year old. We were like a block from my house, and I pulled uh-huh. over, and there was no uh-huh. cars, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, sit on my lap because he wanted to, and it was like, I mean, look, it, it's no cars were around, but still, you should have seen the look on this kid's face. He's gonna steal. He's gonna steal that car now. He's driving knows how to car. do it. Yeah, he knows how to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I remember my jack. my dad let me drive the car like on the beach when I was older than that, but when I was a kid, yeah. Know, it was, it oh was no, thr- he was three and a half. He, he could be. He, he, he was just like that was the best thing ever. And then he immediately told his mom, and I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he's a narc. Yeah, a little turd, a little cop, a little ingrate. 
Daddy's never. I go. Daddy's never doing fun stuff with you ever again. You <laughs> yeah, see how like... that goes? <laughs> You're probably gonna have a new daddy. <laughs> yeah. See how nice his new daddy is. Yeah. Probably not gonna let you drive at all. Your daddy's never gonna let you drive on the. You know, drive the car at three and a half. Anyway. Um, uh, should we be done? Yeah, like I was gonna say. I. I. I uh, I hear, did I hear a knock at the door. The police are at my at my door. That's always the that's the signal for us that the show's when, over. And when I mean the door, I mean uh, the stall of the Arby's bathroom that I'm sitting in. <laughs> yeah, they can, you can hear the taser crackling on the other side of the, he's, the he's bathroom stall. He's charging it. He's like he's getting it ready. He <laughs> turned on, engaged. <laughs> it's just a it's crackling electricity, and he's so excited. Yeah, just here. We got a wild one. We got a wild one in here. No, no, sir. I'm just going to the bathroom. It's just a, a really tough number two. They're like, All right. They're like, Jim, you got to get your taser going, too. I don't think one's going to work on him. We're yeah, going to get two. We're going to stop this guy's heart. We're going to need two. Yeah, right. Stop this guy's heart, Jim. We can do it. We have the power. Jim. We can do whatever we're, we want. We're cops. We're we cops. Can, we can kill with impunity. People look to us. We can do whatever we want. The power we have. Let us wield it, Jim. I want to taste the fear. Like, the fear doesn't last long enough. That's the problem. I must find more and more. Oh, I'm constantly chasing. searching, chasing the dragon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this show goes out to uh, the boys in blue. Boys in blue, we love you. Uh, before we go, uh, as always, you can find old episodes on heavybreather.net. You can learn how to support the show and listen to bonus episodes that we record for our Patreon. Thank you to everyone who's supporting the show uh, on our Patreon. We yeah, thank you. It. We've had some new ones. Uh, we've the the Patreon subscribers are keeping us going, as is X Ray. Yeah, we, lo- we love X Ray. Love you. Support them too. Uh, I felt like I was going to say something else. Oh yeah. Oh, thank you for the people who have. Uh, who have reviewed us on on iTunes. Oh yeah. That's an easy way to support the show. If you have a minute, you want to leave a review. You can yeah. do that. We love it. All right. Thanks. I love you guys. Love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Present your case. Yes, I know. You keep telling me that you love it.